0: Welcome to Telling the Tale. I'm your host Mitchell Farley Wolf, and this is the podcast in which we're going to cover every single Telltale narrative adventure video game. I'm joined, as always, with host Dustin Cornelius Jackson. Dustin, what's up? Hey, this is Dustin
1: Cornelius Jackson. You might remember me from uh, the last episode. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, okay. I, <laughs> normally, Dustin hits me with some sort of joke uh, or or pun or deconstruction of something that happened in the episode or often well, just you the know episode's what? name.
1: You know what, Mitchell? Mm-hmm. I don't have a joke for you this week because I am above the law.
0: Yep, there it is. Welcome to our discussion <laughs> on The Walking Dead, A New Frontier, episode three, Above the Law, released on March 28th, 2017. Written by James, uh, James Windler, Patrick Kevin Day, Adam Esquinazzi Douglas, Lauren Hakmin, uh, Adam Miller, and Evan Skolnick. I said Laura Hakmin a little bit more like Lauren. That is not her name, it's Laura. Designed by Matt Almer, Andrew Baker, Michael McCormick, and Juan M. Vaca. Uh, directed by Chris Rebert. I think this is the first time we've seen Chris Rebert's name as a director
1: interesting um i gotta say i feel like this episode in particularly is is, i i thought to myself in my head wow this season really just does a much better job at making the deaths feel more impactful i know i said it before but this episode in particularly made me go holy shit they just really got it this time
0: did we see any deaths in this episode
1: um, well, maybe not deaths, but just like, it, it oh, felt there, like the... Em-
0: at least one. I just remembered one. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I, I, I get, let me rephrase. Uh, The emotional scenes just hit me harder than usual. Like, Walking Dead's pretty good about having good emotional scenes, but this episode, especially that opening
0: scene, I was just like... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Don't do that. A little bit of context in the way that I played the game this week. Okay. Um, It's 10 a.m. on a (laughs) Sunday morning. Uh, I woke up at 7 to play this game. And it is absolutely the earliest I've ever involved myself with any Walking Dead material. (laughs) Um, I'm also in the eye of Hurricane Hillary right now. Oh. Which is proving to be a little bit less of a deal than it was made out to be.
1: Awesome, that's good.
0: There's still time, though. I don't want to jinx it. Well, Um, if
1: if it makes you feel any better, Mitchell, I know exactly what you're going through. It's uh, raining here today.
0: (laughs) Similar. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, right now that is kind of just what it is. I'm looking out the window and there is rain. Uh, So, cool. I like a little rain from time to time. Yeah, ripping myself out of bed to play uh, just an absolutely exfoliating video game. (laughs) <laughs> at seven in the morning during a hurricane is some real vibes and i'm kind of still in it so i don't know <laughs> i don't know how uh how much reflection i've done yet on that experience but right. I, i've gone through it for sure
1: i'm glad I'm i'm glad you've gone through it
0: yeah with that in mind i would say that my one sentence review of this episode is okay now it's getting started (laughs) here we go that's my one sentence review okay comma now it's getting started period right getting apostrophe there's no g (laughs) there's no second g
1: that's how you know you mean business
0: yeah because it's getting started dustin uh i i think we were i don't want to say cold or down but we were loose on the first two episodes. you know,
1: <laughs> loose. We were loose. Loose is a good word to use. Is,
0: is that how you feel? That's kind of how I feel about it on the first two episodes of this game.
1: Yeah, because I, I feel like it's just because we've done... I, I've said this a bunch of times already, but, you know, season three wasn't really give, it giving us anything we hadn't seen yet. Uh, it, it was doing it well. I was enjoying it enough. I like the characters, but it just felt so... I I can't be as into this just because we've done this whole song and dance many times before. I get it. I get
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Uh I I I agree. By the way, before we get going into full discussion of this episode, um our good friend Courtney and uh friend of the show. She <laughs> she is revealed to us that we said a ton of shit wrong <laughs> last episode. We were a couple of dummy heads. And that just makes me wonder like do we do it every episode and no one's there to call <laughs> us on it?
1: Is Clementine even her real name? Yeah, her name is Jessica. <laughs> oh, weird.
0: Um. Okay, things we messed up. I called the ship the Nakamura, the ship we explored on the first episode. Nakamura mm. is not its name. <laughs> its name is Urshinabi. Um, the Ishimura is the Dead Space ship. And I might have been getting it a little tied up with that but that's still not nakamura so i don't know where i got that name i blame you for not correcting me i was about to
1: say the shittiest part of that is like you got it wrong but i did nothing to correct you i just assumed you were right yeah you just you... usually know what you're talking about
0: <laughs> you just soaked it in like sunshine i said it and you were like mm.
1: <laughs> i just sat there and let it happen
0: yeah you photosynthesized just hearing my thing <laughs> okay so the other thing i said was uh con's con's husband uh, Courtney has informed me that her name, his name was Bow, not Bo. Now, in that particular case, I think I, I knew that. I just, it's a saying things problem more than an, uh, an information problem.
1: That one was at least closer than the ship name.
0: Yeah, and that's that's more like, you know I don't really have that accent, but I could have had that accent. <laughs> that confused <laughs> those vowel sounds. Uh, right. And and uh, the last thing, probably the most important, because uh, this is a plot error, was that Anderson Dawes, we talked about Anderson Dawes um, and his relationship with Drummer. Um, apparently, Anderson Dawes was mentioned in episode one as someone that Drummer used to serve with and then betrayed. And it's never really explained, but she thinks about it, and there were flashback Voice lines like the one that happened in episode two.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't remember.
0: Yeah, I buy that. You know, like, in a new you season... You can honestly
1: tell me anything about him and I would have believed it.
0: I think the first ten sentences of dialogue of any episode one are like, I'm not ready to absorb it yet. So <laughs> if, if your first conversation in the season is... <sighs> Looks like you betrayed Anderson Doss. I'm gonna be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And no. I, I can't, I can't hear that yet. <laughs> Hold on, just a second. We're, I need to know what the tone is before I absorb any information.
1: Yeah, can you like do a puzzle where I interrogate a rat first?
0: Yeah, could I like maybe move lasers in a like on a mirror based maze?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's start a little easy.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay, sorry about that, and thank you for uh, keeping us honest. Courtney, if you have a correction for the show, we do do corrections every week. You can send <laughs> them in to at correction on X. We'll get it. Mitchell's correction corner. Yeah the the handle is at correction comma the comma is written out in in letters in the symbol. Mitchell's correction corner, presented by Dustin Cornelius Jackson. That that's how you get us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's where all my
0: money goes. How do you feel about Cornelius as your middle name?
1: Um it's not but I like it. Yeah, I, right? I could I could vibe with Cornelius.
0: I was thinking about some of the uh the names in that like family of names uh since we were playing Batman and there's Falcone in there. Falcone's first name is Carmine. And that just That's feels like one. Yeah, we could bring that back. I don't know if I've ever heard it outside of being a mob boss.
1: Yeah, I've never heard anyone with the name Carmine.
0: Yeah. Uh it feels evil, but <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that you like it. Speaking of feeling evil, how'd you feel about this episode of The Walking Dead? We said it was strong.
1: Yeah, I liked it. I like I like this episode. Uh it it, it, we're getting into the thick of it. Like you said, now it's getting started.
0: Okay. Now it's getting started. Yeah, I agree with me. And uh, <laughs> there's there's a lot in this episode that... Um. By the way, this episode only came out... F- Sorry, not only. I, I think this is a big jump. Uh, After the first two episodes came out on the same day in December of 2016, this one came out in March of 2017.
1: That's a while.
0: Breath of the Wild came out between these two episodes, episode three and four. (laughs) Sorry, two and three. Two and three.
1: Wow. That, I feel like that part kind of fucks me up.
0: The Switch came out between episodes two and three.
1: Yeah, I was there. I was outside of a Best Buy in line for like 12 hours because I didn't pre-order it.
0: Were you playing The Walking Dead during the Switch launch? I don't you think so. You might have so. been the only person in the world. No,
1: I, I, I don't think so. I, I If I remember right, I waited until the whole season was out to play it all.
0: Yeah, I... Or maybe I, I didn't. It's I, been so long, I can't possibly know. I know that the Walking Dead games did make it to Switch at some point. Yeah. Um, But I know that it wasn't there at launch. It, it, like this season, I feel like this season could have been on Switch at launch, and they they didn't do that.
1: Yeah, uh, you know what's it? It's it's interesting thinking about what Telltale Games made it on to Switch because in my mind, it's not that many, but a fair amount did. Like yeah. the Walking Dead games. I know uh, Minecraft I, did. Minecraft did. Uh, Tales from the
0: Borderlands did. Yeah, it definitely feels like. Telltale is a pre-switch company, but yeah, uh, there was like a solid year and a half, or almost two years, uh, from from March of 2017 to the autumn of 2018. So yeah, about about a year and a half, uh, where they coexisted. And of course, if you're a video game company making relatively low graphical scope video games during the time of the switch especially during that launch period when it's going crazy um you put your stuff on it you do that yeah so uh yeah it makes it makes sense but it does feel like a different era somehow even though it was so recently yeah. that we should just know it
1: yeah it, it's just it, it's a weird uh it, it, it's it's weird to see them cross but uh i like it like i would go uh not that long ago i went to best buy and they had new tales from the borderlands and for the switch and on the cover it just has a sticker uh, includes the original tales from the borderlands and yeah. uh that just that's crazy to me even though i feel like it
0: shouldn't be crazy that it includes it or that it's
1: just crazy that Tales from the Borderlands is on the Switch.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. I uh I don't think there's anything Telltale did that couldn't have run on the Switch. Well, I I guess now the expanse probably can't. Um Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Maybe it could. So much of it is empty space. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't think it is, though. It's not on Switch. Right
1: yeah I, I don't
0: think so. Uh, yeah I, I, would, I would I would be kind of surprised if it were. I don't know yeah. why though I you see that's Nintendo's losing a lot of games just by having uh, such a such a weak console comparatively. Xbox just did that with Baldur's Gate. you hear about that? No, I didn't. what happened? Uh, so the 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 story is that Baldur's Gate 3. Which is really tearing it up right now. People are loving that game. It's becoming a moment. Um, they had no plans to make it console exclusive, with the exception that like it just couldn't run on Switch. Um, so it came out for PC. It is uh, within the month going to come out for PS5. The only reason it's it's uh, different in time is just to make sure it's what ready for like technical reasons. Um, and they wanted to come out at the same time as PS5 on the Xbox. But they uh, th- there, there's an aspect of the game where you can play split-screen co-op. So you can like do couch co-op with it. Okay. Um, on the Xbox Series X, Perfectly Fine runs about as exactly as well as the PS5. On the Series S, it can't. Because Ooh. the Series S is simply not really the same amount of power as the uh, as the Series X. And Series X is like a real current-gen console, and the Series S is kind of another mid-gap between the previous generation and this generation. So yeah. Larian said, we're not going to release the game without uh, split-screen on the Series X. And uh, Xbox won't let them do a different version of the game for different consoles like uh anything that ha anything that comes out on the series x has to also come out for the series s right which like is costing them what is probably going to be a lot of people's game of the year and, and is i think a very likely contender for game of the year at the game awards
1: right it could have
0: come out on xbox and they just sort of didn't do it
1: what a bad call
0: yeah it cost xbox having one of the games of the year they just could have but their uh their weird series s versus series x infrastructure seems to have inadvertently lost them the game and has created at least for the time being they they say they're working on it uh, but at least for the time being it's a playstation exclusive now just that just because sucks Sony had paid no money for that and it just happened
1: boy t- that's that's a goof
0: it's a goof right
1: we call that a goof yeah well they could have easily just said okay you know what don't you don't have to do the split screen co-op on the s but they decided not to
0: well yeah i i think i think xbox at that point was saying like oh you could you could just release it without split screen on on xbox and larian was like no split screen is important to us it's part of the game it's part of the game that it can be uh co-op online or couch so yeah no like they they refused (laughs) uh, xbox to to uh compromise on their vision because it worked on the series x and I, i frankly if i were larian yeah i would be a little annoyed that we can't just like just let me put it on the X and not the S, but uh yeah. they don't let you do that.
1: That that's crazy to me.
0: Yeah. The the But hey, the I'm not S, Mr. Xbox. Yeah, the Series S is a very interesting decision, because uh Like it just doesn't let you go full current gen. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, any hoozle.
1: <laughs> any whoozle.
0: How about how about that Walking Dead? Uh I Oh yeah. <laughs> I I like how this episode starts. This episode starts with another flashback. Uh, and this is just like a mid section of Javi and Kate's time uh like shortly after the outbreak.
1: Yeah, it, it's them leaving their house, basically, to go on the road with these kids.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's about three months after it breaks, and it's uh, it's them choosing to go on the road. Not like a big moment, but it just, it, it feels, it gives you a lot of insight into how, yeah. the, what the tone of their traveling party was, and uh, what the relationship between Javi and Kate was, uh, which you can kind of direct as a player. Yeah. Um, I. It's revealed that Kate picks the name Muertos, uh, for the walkers.
1: Yeah, I was like, just say zombie. You're, it. It's painful how much you're dancing around it. She's just like, I just don't know what to
0: call. These I wrote things. down the quote. She goes, "He's one of those uh, things. I don't even know what to call them."
1: <laughs> it's like, really, you don't know what to call them. You've
0: never, you've never thought about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you never took one look at them and said, oh, that's like zombies from the movies.
0: You know, this would be a good question for someone who's more acquainted with the comics or the show uh, of The Walking Dead. Has zombie fiction simply never existed? Uh, like, <laughs> this
1: this concept has just never been a thing and everyone was wowed when they saw, oh, the dead living? That's crazy.
0: Yeah, like, has there never been uh, Night of the Living Dead? in this universe have they never referenced the the fact that that movie exists or that uh like louisiana style uh voodoo folktale and religion have ideas of zombies like is that not from anything in this universe is that just not part of it because obviously it is different from our universe because well there's a zombie outbreak so how many other things are different
1: I think it would be great if they just kind of mention it offhandedly like once ever they're just like hey you know this is kind of like that one movie uh Night of the Living Dead and the person they're talking to is like oh yeah i can see that and then they just, <laughs> it's never brought up again
0: just everyone else in their traveling party is like i've never seen it i what don't know one? i don't know it <laughs> Night
1: of the Living Dead what
0: Night like like K-N-I-N-G-H-T, like with like a like a knight from It's it's like a period piece like a King Arthur thing?
1: <laughs> no, no, not real it's more like the uh, later, like what happens after the day.
0: Happens. Oh, like with these muertos. Yeah, with,
1: like similar to the muertos. But but th- these ones are called zombies. Weird. <laughs> Strange.
0: They're called zombies like that Caribbean
1: thing? Oh, weird. That's that's crazy. <laughs> uh
0: okay, okay. So once we come back to uh we're like kneeling in front of the gate right at the at right. richmond and uh-huh. david comes up he sees that kate's dying all of a sudden y- you know we're, we're let into the good graces of the group david uh i think we had a conversation last episode about like are we ever going to be siding with david after <laughs> what we've seen in these two episodes he's such a dick. Uh
1: he is such a dick. It, it's yeah. David's a very complicated character, I think.
0: I will give this episode props for humanizing David in a way that I thought was um uh, very unlikely that I would feel about him.
1: Yeah, d- totally agreed. Uh
0: I'm I'm not on his side, but he's everything we've seen from him before is like a minor slight against him happens and he punches someone. <laughs> Right? Like, he's he's on the offense immediately in every scenario. And you dropped
1: my glass?
0: <laughs> my famous army glass?
1: It makes <laughs> me happy. You knew how I felt about that army glass and how happy it made me.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he was, like, about to start a domestic about it. And it's just your army glass, man. You're not even in army right now. Yeah, are you drinking something right this second? Um. Yeah, so... I, I think the episode does a very good job of like um at least making you f- forget a little nah, maybe for not for- forgets probably the wrong word, but um uh, it shows the b- good side of David the side of David that makes you remember like yeah, he is my brother and not in a yeah. way that like is very happenstantial. it it's just Happenstantial? yeah we'll <laughs> we'll run with it uh like he's your brother in a way that matters in a way that people care about people care about their their brothers and and you are actually starting to care about david at least a little bit not maybe in a practical sense i don't think they've made a strong argument for (laughs) javi like suddenly really and actually allying with david um
1: yeah i i do think they do a good job at keeping david kind of in a gray area though like you're not sure whether like something happens later Mm -hmm. we'll we'll get to it but boy it's kind of a no just say it say it now i think we're going
0: on chronologically enough
1: okay cool so uh later on you find out that uh when clementine was part of this group yeah uh David specifically kept kicked her out of the group mm-hmm. because she was she was stealing uh, medicine for AJ who was sick. Uh, but he also says, "No, we're just going to keep AJ." Yeah, yeah. He kicked <laughs> that's that's a real he kicks dick
0: move. Clementine out because they have medicine, and the doctor there says, "No, you'll waste it on him." And Clementine says, "But we're we're saving it for someone who needs it, and he is that." And he the doctor says, no, nah, he'll die.
1: No, don't, this, don't, yeah, the doctor's, like, high off his ass.
0: Yeah, and he's wrong, it turns out. It turns out that AJ yeah. survived because of that medicine. Uh, so, A, Clementine was right. B, the medicine was saved exactly for a scenario like this. Uh, C, even though they're mad at Clementine in the moment, they still steal Clementine, essentially her son, uh, yeah. that I mean we, we we can talk a little bit about what it means for a 12-year-old to have a son. Um But yeah, just like every part of that was so rude and shitty. And yeah. uh, <laughs> David's still like, well, you you had to, you know? But <laughs> right. the, the thing that these Walking Dead telltale characters can justify by saying we had to is uh is is it's a growing list. It's a vast list. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I guess I hadn't considered that you had to. Yeah, <laughs> that that didn't cross my mind. I thought you didn't. Hmm. That's that's on me. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I I guess I was wrong. Yeah. But um, so then after that, you have to let you have to choose whether or not to let David into the shelter you're in
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that's being swarmed by these Muertos. Yeah. Um, I and him in. I. I let him in. It just felt like... And here's the thing. After that scene, I was like, oh, I'm just never going to be on David's side. Fuck this guy. This is like as bad as it gets. Fuck you. Uh, You are just a bad guy I don't want any part of. Yeah. But then once he shows up at the shelter, I'm like, well, I feel like Javi would still let him in. He's still his brother.
0: Well, it just felt narratively not like the time for the showdown, you know? Like, this isn't where we kill him uh david and i'm sure it's not because uh we do so much with david in the rest of the episode that uh i bet that if you don't let him in he just gets in anyway and he's like yeah what was the door stuck or, or something like that i don't know <laughs>
1: and then everyone's <laughs> like oh yeah uh, yeah probably.
0: the door is real tricky <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry man <laughs> didn't hear you i was over here uh sleeping <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but yeah i totally get what you mean uh in that one scene, it, it just convinced me, okay, I hate this guy, never going to be on his side for anything. And then, like, right after, it's like, oh, he's still, like, a human guy. He's... he's What he did was extremely shitty and bad. Yeah. But, I, I don't know, he doesn't strike me as, like, someone who is not worth keeping around, I guess. Well,
0: I think at the end of this episode, even though... He's got a lot going on, and I'm more endeared to him. I do yeah. think it would be better if he just died. That said, <laughs> that said, uh, it, it was the wrong time for for a number of reasons. I think Clementine's instinct to tell Javi to not let him in was uh, clouded with anger. Because really, yeah, Clementine definitely. needed to know where AJ was mm-hmm. uh, and what happened to AJ. She thinks AJ died, but uh, it turns out he didn't. So... He, like she she needed information about that and she knew that but she was just mad so like it, it didn't seem right to not let him in that time
1: right even though i totally get where clementine's coming from taking someone's mm-hmm. person is just yeah b- boy what a shitty thing
0: yeah ju- just a ridiculous thing uh, although you might be taking david's wife <laughs> <laughs> In terms of well, that's that's fine. It's her
1: that that one's fine because it's her choice.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it is clouded by the fact that they're brothers. I'd say a little bit, but uh, (laughs) very much her choice. So later in the episode, speaking of, uh, you'll have I I think the other big choice of the episode, which is um, you, David, and, and a few other folks, depending on your choices, go back to Richmond. You're infiltrating the place. And your goal is to get Gabe and Kate, who are in a, a hospital room. They're, they're taking care of Kate. She's uh, pretty sore and, and in pain, but she's fine. She'll survive.
1: Yeah, she, she kind of
0: plays it up to get everyone out of the room. She's
1: like, ooh, ooh, owie.
0: Yeah, I mean, she does have probably a pretty terrible side stitch that is making it hard to breathe and walk. But she can breathe and walk. Yeah,
1: she, she's t- she specifically plays it up at one point because she needs to talk to Javi alone.
0: Yeah, um, but but av- th- that's before. So now you're going back to that hotel, or not hotel, hospital room, and uh, you're trying to get them to go. And mm. Kate says, no, 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 I don't want to meet up with David at all. Um kate kate's basically giving the player the justification of oh i'm not splitting up a marriage that's done david doesn't know it but like um this is no longer a willing partnership right uh, so it <laughs> what well, did we talk about that review of of this game that says this game is exactly as good as how much you want to fuck your brother's wife
1: no i i don't think we did uh
0: i i i thought we brought that up on one of the episodes Uh, it was brought up by courtney friend of the show again uh who who shared that with review in our uh our our discord channel that we share and uh i thought it was funny and i think this episode especially really plays into that um because I, i made a choice at the beginning of this episode um because i felt Like, I was a little lost in who Javi was in the first two episodes. And that slightly negatively affected my play experience. I didn't know who I wanted Javi to be. So I made the choice this episode that my Javi's whole deal is really into Kate. Really wants to actively (laughs) pursue that. Um,
1: Like like more than anything?
0: Yeah, because I think the, the choices that make sense for Javi are... Be with Kate more than anything. You're actually in love. Or um put your family back together it, right. it, it's like an either or either of them makes sense i think they're both calls that make sense and i was kind of trying to do both last episode um, um and that didn't work for me so i made the call i chose i'm just actually indicate that's that's my hobby <laughs> that's the the hobby i want to do
1: just, it's just something you've been kind of fiddling with for a while. Yeah,
0: how do you feel about your hobby? Is is that a similar thing, or are you uh, going against that?
1: So, my my hobby, I had him be into Kate like when uh, Trip asked about it. Uh-huh. I had Javi be like, yeah, man, I kind of like her. <laughs> but... I still chose to meet up with David just because that he's, you need to have, like, somebody here who can help you. I just feel like that, at this current moment, is more important than hooking up with Kate.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, it wasn't hooking up with Kate. It was the idea of Kate does not want to be there, to me right. at least. Uh, so I did the opposite. I I went with Kate. Uh, mm-hmm. And we were just the two of us going to leave. Um, and it was just the two of us and not the three of us with Gabe. Because Gabe said, no, 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 I respect what you're doing, but I have to be with my dad, and you have to respect that.
1: I think I remember doing that the first time I played through this, like a long time ago.
0: Uh, Yeah, and I felt immediately that this is going to fuck me up and and mess (laughs) mess up my chances of uh, maybe even survival. (laughs) just because i made this choice but uh i
1: mean i mean you did decide that uh making kate happy was more important
0: (laughs) which is valid (laughs) yeah yeah i did um yeah it's not just it's not just making her happy or making Javi happy it's like um clementine says david is not to be trusted and can kill me and right. by the way, that's it's a weird narrative choice to have Clementine be the person that says that. Because I wanted to tell Clementine, hey, you're 12. <laughs> He's my brother. <laughs> I've known yeah. him so much longer than you. What? You, why are you I'll... brosplaining David to me right now?
1: Also, you have a whole season left after this. He's not going to kill you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could die here, Clementine. You don't know about that.
1: <laughs> it's impossible for you to know, but you have a, you have more adventures after this. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, Clementine's saying, hey, don't trust David. Everyone in your party is saying, hey, don't trust David. Uh, and Kate's saying, I don't want to be with David. I feel like it would almost be a little selfish. Not entirely. I, it's also kind of pragmatic. But just to say, like, Kate, you should be with David, would be, like, everyone in Javi's in circle just being completely flabbergasted with his decision of like oh you like him great cool thanks um uh, yeah. well see
1: i i stuck to david's plan because to me personally to me it felt like david was maybe like i don't remember anything what happens going forward but it it felt like david was pretty genuine about like not being into like he was like this situation's fucked i'm just be I'm. I you can trust me in this moment. I, I felt like he. I, I, I don't know if his plan's going to be good. I don't know if meeting out at his house is going to be good, but I felt like at least at this moment he is on our side and uh, would be helpful. So, did you end up at his house? I believe we. So I never I got played there. this pretty. I played this pretty late last night, so I don't I don't remember exactly. Oh, cool. What? Well, I I, I think I do. I think I remember them meeting up with the other two, uh, the other people who run this place. Okay, so that and happened then, at
0: like a church or or something. Yeah, it, it's not David's yeah. house. Yeah. Uh, um, so we so went we there. didn't get
1: to David's house yet.
0: Okay. So what happened with me is that. Um, I didn't really try because I respected his decision, but we couldn't convince Gabe to come with us. So just Javi and Kate are like walking out of town and then they're stopped by two of the, uh, just like two goons. And
1: (laughs) where do you think you're going?
0: Yeah, very Uh, (laughs) Scooby-Doo-esque. And and they stop us and we get in a skirmish. And eventually they, uh, Kate runs away. Kate gets away. But Javi is, is brought back to where David is. And during that sort of trial, uh, it's, it's not really a trial. Like, David is bringing the evidence against Joan, who is his one of the co-runners of this place. That Joan's yeah. been leading raids against other innocent people. Um, and they've been dying, including Mariana. Yeah. Uh, Mar- that,
1: that's fucked.
0: Mariana's her name? Yeah, Mariana. Cool. <laughs> uh, you and, got it. You got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew. I didn't even have to ask. Uh, in, including, like, David's own daughter died. And David brings up the point, which I think is very good of him. Uh, like, how many other sons and daughters did we kill not even knowing we were doing this because you, Joan, wanted more cake? Uh, <laughs> and, and, it
1: was a good-looking <laughs> cake on the table, though.
0: I feel like it's such a good argument that Javi and David like work together on, even though David is very mad at me because he knows I I tried to sneak away, uh, right, with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even even though uh, he's mad at me, like we're working together to bring this case against Joan, and everyone there is like, yeah, but we need the stuff that she brings in, so we're yeah, going to side with her actually. Man, the way you worded it just makes me picture
1: Javi just like tugging on his collar like, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. sorry, I guess I did try to sneak away with your wife.
0: <laughs> it is it is a little bit like that. Uh, I, I have Javi go like, David, it's, it's not about you. There was just no safety here. Uh, David <laughs> doesn't really feel better about that, but I think it is at least pretty honest without being mean. Right. <laughs> Which is how I normally try to live my life uh very cowardly (laughs) trying to be honest without being mean
1: (laughs) so it it makes javi a relatable character
0: yeah uh by the way as they're like trying to sneak past some guards right before this uh trip is with you and trip says how are we gonna get past these guards Mm. and then you hear the guards say all right let's hang out right here for a while (laughs) <laughs> and then the other... Let's hang g-
1: out right in this specific spot.
0: <laughs> the other guard says, smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Telltale and their their long history of good, stupid guards. Great guard dialogue.
1: <laughs> Let's hang out right here.
0: I think the company's strong suit is writing believable dialogue. And when it comes to guards, they throw it all out the window and have a completely different approach. they have they they know what they want to do with the guards dialogues and it's not believability they're after
1: yeah well because if they if it was believability they'd just be like just boring guys who stand there i think they're like these are characters Mm -hmm. that are not gonna matter going forward let's do whatever we want with them
0: yeah that first time through tales from the borderlands they have such good guards in that such good guards yeah
1: that first episode is so good yeah, totally. I I will say even New Tales from the Borderlands, I think we appreciated the guards oh, yeah. more than like the rest of the game.
0: Yeah, you got Hubert Hotdog in there.
1: Who <laughs> could forget Hubert Hotdog? See, it's not it's not all bad. It's just mostly.
0: A lot of memorable names in New Tales from the Borderlands, uh e- even if the the game itself didn't really appeal to what we were finding interesting in some of these Telltale games. Yeah. But a lot of good names. I, I really like Hubert Hot Dog.
1: Very, very brutal scene earlier in the episode where we kill Badger. Yes. If if you choose to kill Badger.
0: Yeah, so Badger, for for those keeping score, is the member of the New Frontier who uh, led the attack against Javi and Kate early on in episode one and uh, eventually became the person. I think it was him specifically to shoot uh, Mariana yeah yeah so obviously david's not happy with it but he needs to like lie low about it for a while but uh later they just run into him and david gives javi the the go-ahead to just chase after him and let him have it um i was not conflicted at all about killing badger he a tried to attack me also so like we're in a fight it's not
1: yeah just an you were defending yourself
0: yeah uh, but but Jesus doesn't like it
1: this really got under my skin this made Jesus go from weekly guy last time to unweekly guy this time
0: yeah i guess from Jesus's perspective we could have like knocked oh, no, him no fuck
1: fuck his perspective well
0: yeah, yeah just just trying to explain what he's what they're saying he's seeing which is like we could have knocked him prone Taken his guns and weapons, um, and, and maybe I guess done what we what I did for Max, which is to not kill Max, and we're using Max as leverage to get back in there, and use mm-hmm. it as a witness against Joan. Um, but yeah, I mean, th- it really couldn't have shaken out that way in a way that I would have understood it to go. I know yeah, that he w- you can not kill him, but someone has to kill Badger in that moment.
1: Yeah, you can choose to kill him or let him uh, become a walker because he's dying either way because you shoot him in the in the torso. But yeah, Jesus comes at you like uh, I, I guess uh, human life isn't something <laughs> yeah. you you value very much. And I'm like, go fuck yourself, you idiot! <laughs> I <laughs> I eat go eat your own ass. He attacks me first. He would have killed me. He killed Mariana first of all, and then he was coming after me. Yeah. Uh, you, go you weren't there. So get off my you leave. I'm glad you're out of here. Go home.
0: Yeah, he needs to do the thing that everyone from the show does in every one of these telltale games of like I'm going to be important right in this fight and then I have to set sail. I have to <laughs> be on the great blue yonder over one. Yeah,
1: I I I really wish you could just really let him have it cuz I was <laughs> you just became worse than david in my eyes maybe maybe that's an exaggeration <laughs> yeah i think but... a little bit <laughs> a little bit but in that in that moment i was like you get out of here i never want to see your face ever again you literal idiot
0: <laughs> he was my weekly guy last episode
1: <laughs> he was mine too and now i never want to see him ever again
0: um yeah so i feel like this is becoming a little convenient that every time we see a new, um, like 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 a new civilization, a, a new group of people in one of these Walking Dead stories, they are right about to have the gnarliest infight. <laughs> like, it, it has to be right now when Hobby shows up that the Joan stuff comes up, right? Like, <laughs> every single time we meet a new group of people, one of the 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 leaders is realizing another leader is not on the level
1: yeah <laughs> like right
0: away it it's as soon as we were introduced to uh it, i think it's clint and joan and dr what's his name dr octopus doctor the the, the the doctor oh, i
1: had it i had it written down um
0: it's sort of a longer... Dr. Lingard. Lingard. Yeah, so Lingard, David, Joan, and Clint are the four heads of this community. And as soon as we're introduced to uh, Joan and Clint after we've already met Dr. Lingard, I am I was just trying to guess, like, okay, is it going to be Joan or Clint? <laughs> Who, who's <laughs> not cool here? Because um, it has to be someone, and it's Joan. Right. Although Clint and Dr. Lingard did pretty much roll over for her.
1: Yeah, and neither of them are very cool either. I-, I guess Clint is probably, like, the most okay. He's just kind of, like, not on your side.
0: Yeah, Clint's but, whole like... thing is growing food, and that's really the only thing he's concerned about. So, like, I can't I can't fault him that much on that. Uh, Dr. Lingard really should have a backbone of some sort. <laughs> yeah. He's got this southern gentlemanly voice about him, too. That very slowly and cautiously explains why he's a piece of shit. and like, He's just talking um, into circles a lot of the time. He's talking at all. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> fun character, but yeah, not a good guy.
1: <laughs> good, Good vocal performance. Great
0: vocal performance. We should have more people in real life that talk that way. I think we're losing them. <laughs> We're losing them to mainstream news media That always have their anchors talk like someone uh, someone from Los Angeles I guess someone with my voice-ish Am I the problem? I could have had a southern you, voice you if might I was tr- a completely different person
1: Yeah, that's true, you should have thought about that I should have thought about that
0: My dad does have a, a slight Missourian accent Oh, that's c- close enough, I guess Yeah, I could have had that you could have, and you chose not to. If, yeah, he was also born in Southern California, though. I don't know why he has it. It's Do I have an accent of any sort? I don't think
1: I do, but I don't know if people are like, oh, he's got that Idaho accent.
0: You, no, I don't think a. I I think your particular way of talking trumps any accent that you could have.
1: <laughs> cool. Yeah. I like the sound of that.
0: You're, you're just, a, you, you have a very jolly voice.
1: Oh wow! I I never thought of myself as a as jolly, but I like it.
0: Really? I think of you as jolly all the time.
1: Oh, ho, ho, ho. yeah! I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing a Santa laugh from now on.
0: That's basically your your deal. It it. <laughs> I mean, Santa's got a, a very uh, somewhat gruff old man, big guy voice, though. Right. And and I don't yeah, I don't he, think that's Santa you. Claus. You've just got the jolly part.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs>
0: I, I don't know how you should take that or not, but I think it's true, and I think you. I like it. it. Yeah, it's it, it, it I, is good. It's great. It maybe if there is an Idaho accent that I don't know how to look out for, maybe it's in there. But uh, <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, I, really flagged it in that way.
1: I've just always wondered about it because to me, I just sound like I'm just like talking normal. But then I wonder, like, what if everyone else is like. Oh. He he got that those Idaho uh, vocal stylings.
0: Do I feel like I have a different accent than you? To you,
1: I don't. I don't think so. I, I think you just sound like Mitchell.
0: That you see, that's the problem. <laughs> we might be too close. <laughs> well, to the we issue can to on. identify what's going on.
1: That's true. We need to be on the outside looking in.
0: Um. Yeah. So speaking of outside looking in, how does David? It's not a good segue. How does David react to you when you meet up with him? Because he's mad at me.
1: Um, He just doesn't react, I guess, since, you know, it was the plan. So me showing up, is he's just like, oh, good, you did that thing you said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, in retrospect, I guess I really wouldn't have lost anything if I just went with David's plan. But uh, it felt like the right thing to do in the moment uh, to get Kate out of there, so... I, I get, I get you. Yeah. Don't know. T- to
1: me, it just, to me, it just felt right being like, Kate. I get where you're coming from. I would love nothing more than to smooch you right on the head, but uh, we kind of need David to get us out of here, and he's not a good guy. But at least in this situation, he seemed like on the same page as us. Like he seemed very. Yeah. This is fucked. Something has to end. This. What's going on?
0: Yeah. So. In classic Telltale format, you don't get the opportunity you want to sit down with David and just explain, "Hey, I'm with Kate." You,
1: <laughs> you know, you know how Kate was uh, my <laughs> wife before, or your
0: wife. You before? You know how you're saying this to David. You know how Wallace and Wallace and Gromit can never just do the thing he has to do. I'm doing that right now. In not, I'm not going to be a Kate. Wallace. I'm not going to be a Wallace about that. I'm just going to tell you. What's going David on? Like
1: David like understands. You you say I'm not going to be a Wallace, and David's like, okay, I get you. I'm following.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not happy, but I'm glad you're not a Wallace about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it evens out. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's it, it it it's a obviously rough situation for David. No matter what, like you do get an opportunity to talk about Mariana. And uh David takes that hard but also responsibly and in a way that I think that that was the conversation that kind of turned me around a little bit on David uh David's not just like shooting up people like he's not yeah. just throwing a tantrum like the old version of David we might have expected to do
1: <laughs> yeah don't don't break his glass whatever you do Joan yeah and this, this is his daughter died
0: and he's like... Understandably, very upset, but also um, like he's thinking through, okay, how do we deal with this? Um, a very respectable approach in a tough situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you don't you don't get to do that with Kate, which is the thing you want to do. Um, or or at least I did. I I was I was trying to figure out like I just I if we're gonna fight, let's fight right now. <laughs> and then be <laughs> and then be done with it because there's two more episodes <laughs> that we could just be happy in.
1: <laughs> yeah, we could just do we could it could just like be a cool situation.
0: Yeah, you can't you can never just do the happy episode in the walking dead. <laughs> Has there been a single episode of the walking dead that's been at least more good than bad? Not even
1: a little. Like there there are like small moments
0: yeah, I... like like half of an episode has done it. Like like uh, when you go to that the the Christmas tree building with, and yeah. you meet up with Kenny for the first time in uh season That's two. exactly
1: the one I was thinking of. But that, that might ends be pretty one... bad. <laughs> yeah, it ends pretty bad, and it starts pretty tense.
0: Yeah, you don't even get to have a roll credits episode transition in the middle of that. You have to experience the bad thing before the episode can end.
1: Yeah, I I think that's just the way the walking dead is you don't get to have happy episodes
0: (laughs) yeah yeah um i guess i guess michonne ends all right depending on what you do if you save the 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 girl
1: Yeah. yeah i i i think so um it, it's better than like because before that we did Walking Dead seasons one and two, which both have a uh, pretty downer
0: endings. Yeah, I mean, not but, not like energized by those endings.
1: Yeah, um, but Michonne at least had like you're still in this shitty world, but it ends on a more positive note than the others, which I guess is appreciated.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is nice. That is nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah I, I just can't imagine this going well, but I I foresee a path this is this is my speculation. I foresee a path out of this season where Javi and Kate are still alive and maybe I'm maybe I'm a fool. maybe I'm an optimistic <laughs> fool, Dustin, for thinking that could be possible, but that's what I want to try. so that is that is what I'm aiming for as a player and uh, you're aiming to keep a couple of the main characters alive like just the two (laughs) a couple yeah i mean hopefully we can get gabe in there hopefully we can get trip in there i wouldn't turn my nose up at even david staying alive uh but uh i mean we're gonna have to make a choice at some point we're gonna make (laughs) we're gonna have to make a pretty big one and i think that my choice already to tell Gabe that we're leaving David and then just end up with David again and know that Gabe is going to come up and kind of spill the beans I think I already messed up a little bit I think <laughs> David's already going to be mad at me So probably yeah yep
1: <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't that be a crazy way for it, for it to end uh, David is now part of your party and joining you but Gabe stays behind and becomes the new king <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's like the boy king of Richmond. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. That I, I I gotta say I wouldn't have seen it coming.
0: Well, Gabe didn't stay behind. He was trying to stay with David. So wherever David goes, Gabe will be. That's
1: that's true. Maybe by the end he will decide. No, my people need me.
0: Yeah, Gabe, <laughs> Gabe will someday become the boy king of Richmond, but it's not time
1: yet. <laughs> yeah, that's his arc. He needs to. He needs to grow into
0: it. Yeah. Oh, well, great. Uh, how do you feel about... I guess we covered everything. <laughs> well, I, I just want to ask, how do you feel about Clementine's role in this episode? Because I think more than either of the past two episodes, really, Clementine has become much more of an accessory to Javi's story.
1: Yeah. Um, I like it. I like having her around. I like, i I like this story that she's in. Because it justifies putting her in, like, a really bad spot. Like, she lost AJ. She was kicked out of this group and lost the one person she had. I buy that. Like, it gets me on her side. I buy her anger. Uh, I thought Clementine was pretty good this week.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting to think about Clementine's role in relationship to Telltale's arc with the game itself. Because we know that there's four seasons of the show... Or of the game, uh, and we have a, a little out of fiction knowledge that it starts about Clementine and ends about Clementine, and it really is Clementine's arc. We maybe we shouldn't know that know that at this point in playing through the game, especially if we were playing it when it was coming out. But I think mm-hmm. even then, you you could make the inference that that's what's happening, right? Um, and she's not the main character of season one. But she is central to it. She is the main character of season two. Not the main character and not really central to season three. And then the final season, season four, she's the main character again. Uh, Yeah. So season three in that way really does feel like the black sheep of the group. uh, The least directly central to Clementine's story. And I think the question that I'm continuing to monitor is... As we play through this episode and or, or the season, and we'll hit on it harder at the uh, the next two episodes when we get to them, is what is this doing in Clementine's story? Why is this a chapter of Clementine's story? Um, right. And in the first two episodes, I think I had an idea of we had we'd completed the the sub arc of Clementine's character arc of her growing into a person in the post-apocalypse that's what seasons one and two of the walking dead are all about making yeah. clementine become a person and now we're seeing okay who is she but you need to see i get i guess maybe i'm just talking it out out loud right now and i i feel like i'm i'm getting somewhere let me know how you feel about this um, okay Maybe we have to see it from someone else's perspective in order to understand who Clementine is. Because if we were doing Clementine, if we were Clementine, we wouldn't be as responsible for what she's doing to the rest of her world. Like the 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 cause and effect that she's putting out there is mostly felt by the other people that have to deal with her. So we can't be her. We have to watch from afar. You have
1: to witness her.
0: yeah. But it's still not really like her choices that are driving this thing. it 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 almost feels sh- uh, shoehorned in a little bit.
1: um interesting
0: to me right now. Uh, like I, I don't think her story with uh with AJ and her past experience with David um is that load bearing compared to anything else that we've seen in this season for this season. Like you could okay. take out Clementine's part and I think it would play the same, right? Uh
1: I think so. I mean I mean I will say that scene with him taking AJ that did really affect how yeah. I see David.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: And and I I feel like that helps uh like I was saying I felt so conflicted about him cuz like that one scene just made me go, oh, fuck David. David's the worst. <laughs> and then immediately right after, I'm like, all right, I'm going to let you in. And I guess I'm going to follow your plan.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess my my question, and we won't ever be able to really know unless we ask. And I, that would be easy enough to do. So I guess we could know. Um, when they were planning and writing The Walking Dead A New Frontier, were they uh-huh. doing it with the idea that, like, oh, Clementine's arc is done but we're just gonna still have her hang out and be part of the story or were they doing it with the idea of clementine's arc is a four season arc and this is an important part of it uh
1: yeah i'm not sure
0: yeah i mean i I think there's a strong argument that the end of season two is the real end of clementine's Arc, although, of course, we haven't seen the rest of this season, what they'll do with Clementine. And we haven't seen what the final season will do with Clementine. But, uh, yeah. like, we, we don't know what will happen with AJ either. But if season two ends with Clementine taking care of AJ, and season four starts just with a time skip of Clementine taking care of AJ, that's going to feel... Like season three really didn't need to happen. So like what are we what are we getting out of it while we're here? And I, I guess the, the easy answer is just a completely unrelated, different, but maybe still very good story. Um but I'm I'm wondering if there's more.
1: Yeah, I, I guess we'll see. If if I remember right, um at the time when season three was coming out, uh season three was done as kind of a jumping on point. Like focusing on this new character means you can bring in some new fans to it. who can just start at a new frontier. Hence why it's not called the walking dead season three. Um, but okay. you know, still have Clementine in there for the fans. So I don't know, maybe it it's part of a stronger narrative overall. Maybe it is just like a season that could have been a one-off. Um,
0: yeah the, the weird part about it is, is that season four, the the final season, is so soon after the end of season three. It's like less than a year. So that's crazy
1: that that I feel like that's even crazier than season three coming out at the same time as the switch.
0: yeah, yeah uh but like there there's almost no gap between three and four, which is why it would be so strange to me if the idea with three was we're kind of starting over, but Clementine is still there. And then season four is like, nope, completely reversing the ship. It's about the story you've been following this whole time. It is not the jumping on, uh, on point. We're going to call it the final season, just so you know what's up. Um, uh, So for, yeah. for them to like recoil and turn around the direction so fast, um, I guess based on what happened in season three. Is is uh, is, is strange because like. We've played worse Telltale games Yeah I, I don't know if I like what I've seen so far In A New Frontier nearly as much As Season 1 or 2 Which were very strong And among the best Telltale games I think um,
1: I, f- I feel like there's Things about it that I like just as much Yeah But, but it, I wouldn't see might... this
0: as like a downhill turn I, it, A slight yeah. downhill turn But like It's fine so far
1: yeah, I mean, you know, we—I've already said it a million. I won't say it again. How uh, it—we're it, just so used to what The Walking Dead is. Yeah, it, it just can't hit as hard as those first two seasons
0: uh, you, w- with what it's doing. You know, sometimes now that we've just been playing it for so long, uh, I'll be recommended a lot of Walking Dead show clips on YouTube, and sometimes <laughs> oh. I'll watch them and I'll—I'm I'm immediately thrown into the reality of like how different the tone of the show and the tone of the games are oh yeah they are so not the same flavor (laughs) uh yeah
1: i never got into the show
0: i think like the beginning of the show and season one of the game kind of started a sort of similar place in terms of tone but then they diverge so significantly uh and what the telltale games feel like and what the show feels like are so weird and different that the fact that jesus shows up in the game i saw a clip with jesus in it in the show um it's just such a weirdly different vibe very strange Um, interesting yeah just just not the same tone at all uh to the point where like i saw the clip of the walking dead the show and i it took me a moment to be like Why would this be recommended to me? This is so outside. Oh, yeah, with the game. I forgot the game and the show were the same thing (laughs) for a moment. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. I I never got into the show, but I do enjoy these games. Uh,
0: Speaking of enjoying things, would you enjoy hopping to our segments?
1: I would enjoy nothing more or less. Which
0: segment would you enjoy the most?
1: Um, why don't we do Weekly Guy?
0: I think I gotta give it to David, even though um, I, I wasn't enjoying him as a person. I think what they mm-hmm. did with his character in this episode was, uh it was all very strong narratively. It did leave me conflicted about not changing my mind and just doing what I wanted to do the whole time anyway. But, uh, <laughs> you know, now I felt a way about it. So good job there.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. David's also mine uh, for that exact reason, like... I I feel like it really made me think about his character, uh the the way I I saw this guy. Cause they really do show him just doing absolutely heinous stuff yeah, in this episode. Like,
0: but he is also standing up to Joan in a way that yeah. no one else has the, the the courage to do, and he's mm-hmm. sort of providing this whole community with a sense of morality that is righteous and good. Uh but like he's just so yeah. angry that I mean, he feels like Kenny a lot in that way, right? Where, where Kenny's um, a, a crusader for the, the the righteousness of man or whatever, but Kenny also uh, is uh, a loose cannon. He's just got such a short fuse. And, like, a short fuse on a loose cannon? That cannon's gonna blow.
1: <laughs> that was probably the best thing you've ever said on this whole podcast. <laughs> uh yeah it really came together yeah
0: a a lot of maybe those are part of the same metaphor (laughs) Uh, those two metaphors are actually the same metaphor a little bit and uh yeah you you have that feeling with kenny and i think seeing kenny as recently as the end of season two and now at the beginning of season three we're like okay you're right away being given a character at the end of kenny's arc of like he is a good person who tries his (laughs) best and loves you uh, like there's nothing that Javi could. I I'm now convinced there is nothing that Javi could do that could convince David to like actively try to hurt him. Um, mm-hmm. but there's a a lot that Javi or there's a lot that David will do that will inadvertently hurt Javi because of his uh limited perspective and his uh, inability to empathize with people in certain situations.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know you know what was a weird thing they did with David at the beginning of the episode that kind of gave me an expectation, but I'm not sure if it was really that followed up on is um, at the beginning when D- David sees that it's you, uh, his son uh-huh. and uh, and Kate, he does not even say hi to Gabe at first. Yeah. Gabe has to come up to him. He is like, whoa, Javi, it's, it's crazy that you and you alone are here.
0: Yeah, my wife's on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but how are you doing, bro?
1: And then Gabe's like, no, no, hey, dad, remember me? Yeah. It, I'm your son. <laughs> and so I I thought that was going to uh, paint a, a more clear picture that, oh, this guy is not like a family man. He did not come back for them. He obviously just doesn't have a strong relationship with this kid. But you see him and Gabe kind of getting along later. Oh, yeah. Like, like he's very when clearly
0: caring about his family. And the reason he didn't come back yeah. is, is, is just opportunity. He didn't. He wasn't able to. Yeah. Uh,
1: exactly. Yeah. It, it, it just kind of painted a weird picture at first that I guess wasn't what they were going for.
0: Yeah. I think Telltale, to their credit, has been very strong and careful about um how they depict this character as a protagonist or antagonist because uh if he did anything like abandon his family when he could have come back i think that like gives you enough excuse to just say like okay yeah fuck david if he is physically abusive with kate ever like he doesn't really cross that line you you can glean uh, like maybe maybe emotionally abusive uh, which is not good, and is why I'm doing most of the choices I'm doing. But is still <laughs> like it's 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 not using the cheap tricks to make you yeah. think a character is dangerous. He's just being uh, a very pragmatic character in the way that you, the player, have played characters in the past. I'm just like, hey man, I'm, this is just pragmatism. I I I can't let you in because. We're all trying to run a safe community here. I've done that in this series to other people. Uh, but he's doing it with just enough teeth that you can say, you know what? Yeah, I'm not on your side, David. Uh, right. Except yeah. I am. Damn. Except like we're going against Joan <laughs> now. So now I'm on David's side, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess that's the I don't want to be and I it. don't hope it to last. But for now, I am on David's side.
1: Yeah, I I like that they do a good job in making David such a a, a gray area character.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, So that's a good weekly guy. Choice cut.
1: Choice cut for me was whether or not to let David in with you. It basically just ties into exactly what... Basically just ties into exactly what we were talking about because Clementine is very justifiably angry at this guy like she hates David Mm -hmm. and she's like do not let this guy in this guy will kill me and probably everyone else Mm -hmm. um but I'm just like he like that is awful what he did but he is here to help us after we were thrown out by everyone else yeah and you you can tell that he has his morals uh, and and plus he's just he is Javi's brother. Like I don't feel like Javi would just leave him out there to die. At least not for me at that at that point. Like I I would buy that Javi. Like he's like yeah, Clementine, your story paints a very bad picture of him. But what am I gonna do? Leave my awful shitty brother out there to die? Uh. So yeah, I like that. I thought that, and it, it did make me have to stop and think. I was like, what is. What would be the right move for this situation? And at at I eventually landed on if he's here, that means he's here to help. He gave us that supplies. He if if they were just like abandoning abandoning us, he wouldn't have come to help us here. So I I let him
0: in. Uh yeah, I, my choice cut is similar. It's the leaving with Kate or going with David choice at the That's end. That's a good one. Um yeah, yeah it, I with letting David in. I I like that choice, but I do think that it's kind of um, it. As much as I like it, and is it's done very well, I think it's a, a bit of a landslide choice for me eventually. Because like, you can see that Clementine is is not right for just leaving a person out there with like leaving David or or staying with David um, at the behest of Kate. You have to weigh a lot of factors. There's some math involved there. Uh, Just trying to figure out, okay, well, is David that bad? Is the new frontier mostly the bad thing or just David individually? Even if new frontier wasn't there, is Kate comfortable going back to David? Is Javi comfortable not having the experience with Kate that he wants? Like is, you have to think through a lot of stuff. And uh, just eventually, I think it says a lot about uh, really David and Gabe and Kate and Javi. Uh, all having that familial experience there just in one interactive choice very very well done in my opinion agreed Uh, agreed and golden moment mine is the aj flashback with the tent
1: that's a good one
0: yeah uh really just makes you hate everyone in the world uh (laughs)
1: It does show uh, what lengths Clementine will go to for this kid.
0: Yeah, you know, something that Telltale has done quite often is just showing Clementine as this small person surrounded by a bunch of naysaying adults that, like, aren't (laughs) right about something. It's it's very Matilda-esque, just showing, like... Hey, this yeah. kid's in the right here, but these adults are going to be like, well, "You don't understand what you're talking about." I'm
1: big, you're little. I'm I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm right, you're wrong.
0: I've got about thirty years on you, and I think I'm smarter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it, I I like it when it comes up. It's fun.
1: I I feel like it can get a little silly, but you know I I like. Silly, like season two is when it, I was really like, all right, this small 10 year old child is just right about everything. Well, and yeah, all like the still not wrong. bit scene
0: is probably the, the biggest yeah. example of that in the whole series.
1: <laughs> my favorite, it's not really the same thing, but my favorite scene is when, uh, uh who are the characters Clementine is with at the museum?
0: Uh, oh, uh <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> There's no way I could pull their names.
1: Yeah, it's it's been too long. It's the but, red-haired
0: uh, woman and the black man from season yeah. two. Um,
1: I I love when. Uh, so they're trying to get the water that's uh, behind one of those. Uh, uh, what do you call them? It's like a shutter.
0: Yeah, it's like a a, yeah, it, um, like a, a cashier stand thing with the uh, yeah with the shutter down.
1: Yeah, it's it's stuck, but it's open a little and they're just like, Gosh, if only there was someone <laughs> who was small enough to get in there and get to that water. Is there is there like anyone Oh, was his name Mike?
0: Mike. It was yeah. Mike and
1: Bonnie. Bonnie That's it.
0: Mike and Bonnie, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah. They're just like, Yeah, Mike, are are do you think you're small enough? And he's like, No, I don't think Bonnie uh
0: <laughs> Bonnie, God, yeah, but you only, No? Okay.
1: Only there was someone here, and they're just like looking up, trying to not make eye <laughs> contact. Looking with Clementine. for birds,
0: they could train. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Clementine's just like, I, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> yeah,
0: she's that, that's, getting that's, she's that's, getting tall now. She's getting like reasonably heighted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they grow up uh, so I, fast.
1: I know. Just it feels like just yesterday she was uh, a a young child in a treehouse.
0: Yeah. By the way, at this point, uh, the the kind of like pseudo relationship stuff they were pointing out at the beginning of episode two between like ooh maybe Clem and Gabe, I think that feels more ridiculous than ever right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, especially at the end because Gabe is kind of like, well, you know, I, I'm just kind of I have to you be know, with my dad.
0: And then meanwhile, <laughs> Clem is a full mom. <laughs> yeah like they they are the same age i guess but they they're so different in maturity it would be it would be weird
1: yeah it, it it's but it's just funny how uh did you get this maybe you didn't if uh he ran off to be with his dad but for me uh gabe was like i'm just you know i'm just kind of glad clementine's here i'm just I'm just kind of glad she's here
0: <laughs> no i didn't <laughs> i didn't get that that's fine
1: yeah yeah and you're just like, "Oh, buddy, that's not going to happen." <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, it, it's like a car uh, dog chasing a car. <laughs> what are you going to do, Gabe, with Clementine? She'll kill you. What
1: are you What are you going to do bring her a flower?
0: Yeah. <laughs> She's killed so many people. <laughs>
1: She doesn't want to see your, like, video game collection or whatever.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He can almost do a skateboard trick.
1: (laughs) I can't quite do the kickflip yet, but I'm trying. I'm going to, I'll be able to do it soon.
0: I call this a half (laughs) kickflip.
1: And Clementine's like, wow. Uh,
0: What's your golden moment?
1: Just the opening. I thought that whole opening scene yeah. was so well done. Just It, it really sells that emotion of, because uh, cause, uh, that's what I was thinking of early, because earlier I said they do a good job of uh, making the deaths feel meaningful. But then I, I kind of stepped back from it because I was like, oh, wait, I don't think anyone died in that scene. But no, it shows one of uh, Gabe's friends was had become yeah. a, a walker, a, a muertos, one might say yeah uh and they really talk about it like I think that's what was missing from season two is a lot of these deaths they just move past them fast yeah in season and two
0: there is no real reckoning with the zombies they're not a critical part of the story uh yeah it, they like like having to deal with them is but in season one the zombies are very much a part of the story you have to reckon with the fact that Clementine's parents turned. Uh, yeah and lee eventually would turn uh that that is rough that feels worse than than anything else than that that typically happens and uh you get a, a small flavor of that with gabe's friend drew who you don't see him turn but you you recognize him uh yeah as you do zombie. have
1: to put him down mm-hmm. uh and Yeah, I guess that's what was missing from season two for me, because as soon as someone dies, they're just like, nothing we can do. Let's move on. Let's get out of here. And here, you know, they take time to have Kate and Javi talk about uh, Gabe's friend. And also when Mariana dies, they take the time to show like how people feel about this shit going down. It, It just really makes it feel meaningful and, and I, I do like season two, but I just feel like in season one, the deaths of characters yeah. were huge. You were like, whoa, that that really impacted me. And in season two, it's like, ah, there's Nick anyway. Yeah. And
0: season two, the only death I, I think I really care a lot about is Kenny at the end. Well, for me, it's Kenny. It would have been Jane if it was Jane. Um, it, I just like the end of season two matters a lot. It might be the most significant death. In any Telltale game for me, but everything else in that season is really in service of that in a way yeah. that makes it feel very muted until you finally get to that moment. Uh, yeah, and that, and, and that like, is a hard I... thing to do in an episodic game where you can't really in, in a in, in a long form game. And this is why I, I really am strongly thinking New Telltale should consider a a long form game instead of an episodic game if they if they want to like. Um, innovate on what can be done here because you can do something like Walking Dead season two, where it's all leading toward a moment that recontextualizes everything you've seen so far without it feeling like you've got four episodes of nothing.
1: Yeah, e- exactly. Um, and and like season two has deaths that affect me. Like I I hated seeing uh, sarita die. She was nice. Cerita uh, was rough.
0: I I thought it was rough seeing Luke fall on the ice but like yeah, yeah. that's
1: a, but like it, it feels like the characters don't get that time to think it's rough it, it's it's just like no we got to keep this story moving we got five episodes sarah's gone she's done she's underneath the stairs yeah or whatever yeah
0: sarah was was clearly a misfire because you can tell what they meant to do with it uh yeah like
1: that one that one affected me just because it made me angry
0: the... i was like what the fuck <laughs> the moral of sarah is trying to show clementine like, it, it probably is a good thing to be as nice and accommodating and trusting with people as possible. But in this circumstance, you will likely lose them. And you need to be aware of both sides of that exchange. And I think that's what they're yeah. trying to do with Sarah. Uh, and, and, like, depending on what ending you get with Sarah, because she can die in, like, three or four different ways in that episode. But she has to start the episode alive. And has to end the episode dead. Where in a longer project, you can kind of like, if it was an eight to ten hour premium game product, Sarah could go whenever, depending on when it felt right. It didn't have yeah. to happen in one of the one and a half hour episodes. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and that, that limited. I I think season Walking Dead season two is probably the most limited Telltale game limited by the episodic formula uh in in my opinion yeah
1: yeah and i i do still enjoy it like even playing it for the show and talking about it made me like it more than i did before but yeah i feel like that's a big issue i have with it uh that season three so far doesn't like season three has its other issues but that is not one of them if a character dies then i'm like good for you for showing these characters affected by this death. Like, uh-huh. uh, this is a bad episode for remembering names. Who is was, who was the guy in the last episode whose wife died? Who we killed? Oh, Conrad. Conrad. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, when you have so many characters, I'm just not going to remember these characters that are around for like a couple episodes. Yeah, but yeah, Conrad, they showed like he is just torn apart yeah. by his wife dying, and you know, I I still killed him because I I think he was he could have killed my boy, mm-hmm. but. I felt for him. It made me be like, you are a character who's in a rough spot right now, and I am sorry for... It's great, and I felt that with uh, Gabe's friend here. Um, and it especially sucks because Gabe was a kid then. It shows Gabe and Mariana much younger in this flashback. I
0: did, I did write a note about that, because the sizes of these characters are a little wonky here. <laughs> Gabe and but Mariana feel like they're... If you just look at them, they look like 8, nine, ten years old. But, if you look at them next to Javi, they look like Thing 1 and Thing 2 from Cat in the Hat. <laughs> they're, they're like, their they're perspective shrunk compared to a real human.
1: I get what you mean. <laughs> they, they look at them from like a low angle.
0: Yeah. It's like, you are tiny. Because <laughs> usually when children are short, they're short in a way that's like chunky. Because, because uh, like like compared to an adult, an adult's just longer. But these kids are as long as adults. And as, as thin <laughs> in that way. But they're just very short. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, but yeah,
1: yeah I, I love I love this opening scene. Not just that, but also like uh, Gabe wanting to write the letter to his dad. Like he's so broken up about That's having great. to That's I love leave. that. Yeah, love it. Just this whole scene I think is just so good. In, in a way that I didn't really get from season two. You know, we already harped on season two shortcomings, mm-hmm. but I really do think I didn't feel anything for these characters until the ending of season two. And here in season three, I've gotten so many little moments that endear me to them. And I, I think that is one of its strengths, even if I'm getting a little tired of hitting the same plot points we've seen.
0: Yeah. Can you believe at this point right now, there are only six more episodes of The Walking Dead? Only six. So two more of this season and four more of the next. And that's it. Yeah.
1: You know what? I had that thought the other day. I feel like I have this every single time we talk yeah. about it. <laughs> we're was, we're was, getting close. At, we're
0: getting close to the end.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it really just hit me like, oh, we really, and like each season we're doing has like a good amount of episodes, but like, there's really very, few- a friend was asking me like what all we have left to do. And it's just a handful. It, it's getting there.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's really it's even, even if it's going to be a while. It, it's it's not that long. or It's not that short. It's uh it's going to be like 30 more weeks, which is a long time. Uh it's it's yeah. more than half of a year away, but still um we've come so long. We named the episode numbers not after um the episode of the podcast, but after the number of episode games we've played. And uh, for this podcast, Dustin, we've played over 100 video games.
1: Isn't that just too crazy? That
0: is too crazy. I mean, some of it... That's a lot. I don't know if you'd consider an episode of a Telltale se- season a whole video game, but they were sold individually at one point. So... Yeah. Uh, or at least most of them were. So it is kind of yeah. wild. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're doing a service talking about these video games.
0: I wouldn't go that far. In fact, I would go no further with the episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, next week, we'll be back with episode three of The Expanse, a Telltale Ooh. series, as it comes out. What do you hope happens to Drummer?
1: I hope there's a gorilla in this episode. Oh,
0: big hopes, big hopes. I also... Wouldn't that
1: be great? Yeah. You get like a gorilla sidekick in space.
0: Yeah, what? it's just like floating. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That would be great. The gorilla doesn't know how gravity works.
0: Yeah, it might it might unfortunately be dead due to the uh, vacuum of space, but it's there, and oh, we yeah. can appreciate that.
1: Yeah, as long as it's there. I, it doesn't matter whether <laughs> or not it's alive.
0: So thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Have a great day. Yeah,
1: that one, that
0: one. Yeah, I forgot that we had one. <laughs> <laughs> we should get a better one, huh?